We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's get to some of the other hot topics. We've got the current Attorney General of Virginia, Jason Miaris, joining us at 935 to talk about his parole board report, which is, man, it's pretty damning. I, I, it's, it's, how, how awful is this? And I've got the former Attorney General of Virginia, the former Governor of Virginia, the former Ambassador to Europe. Uh, so he's he's put in his time serving the people of Virginia. Jim Gilmore is with us. Governor, do you, do you mind if I ask you about the parole board report real quick? Do you, did you track that yesterday? Do you have any reaction to it? Yeah, well, look, I'm aware of the, of the top line. I think that the thing that your listeners need to recognize is that the Attorney General at this point is doing oversight. Uh, at this point, the, the, the correct topic is the question of public safety mm-hmm. and what direction we should be going in, and the Attorney General is scrutinizing it uh, and then reporting it to the public in a transparent way. And that's new. That's different. I remember when I was running for Attorney General, uh, I had been the Commonwealth Attorney for Enrico, and I promised to put more emphasis on public safety, and we did. And so I think that we're now seeing a turn to that with uh, Jason Mieres, and I think it's healthy for the community to know the facts. And know where people let us down. I mean, look, there's always politics, and I want to shield. I can play the political game if that's what you want to do, but when it comes to people's lives, I don't think that's smart. It really sounds like this board was kind of unbelievably uh, flippant and, and not worried about the most violent offenders. And, uh, and you were a prosecutor. Does that shock you? Or Yeah, it does. We could, you have to drop this into the big picture. The big picture is we're seeing a rise of crime. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the tolerance of a lot of crime. I think that your discussion about the riots of 2020 just uh, once again sets the table that violence and lawlessness is going to be more acceptable. Mm-hmm. And I think that now what you're seeing from someone like the Attorney General, Mayares, is that uh, he's trying to reverse that and say, wait a minute, the public safety is, is important here, and I'm a public official that's going to look after it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the emphasis is now getting uh, much better. Well, let's transfer that acceptance of bad behavior and violence to what's happening in Eastern Europe with Ukraine and Russia. And I have been paying attention to your posts. I hope people are following you on Facebook because it's very interesting, the the stories you pluck out to identify. The, the war crimes really uh, they'll keep you up at night if you read these stories. It's horrible. Well, that's right. Listen, I, uh, you know, the, the current events anybody can read. If you want to follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook, you'll see the articles that I think keep people up to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the, the, the key, once again, big picture issues is, uh, is several. The, the Russians are, you know, have invaded another country. They're occupying that country. They're presuming to attack that country. Uh, the West is now helping Ukraine respond by sending tanks, and that's, that's the news of the, of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big picture is that the Russians get to do this with impunity. They know they can't be attacked on their homeland because of the nuclear threat. So, you know, what is this uh, war going to be here? Uh, is it just forever going to be killing off Ukrainians and sacrificing Russian soldiers by the bushel? Uh, these tanks that we're sending will allow a pushback. And if, if the Russians really want to lose all their soldiers, I'm sure that the uh, Ukrainians would like to accommodate that. So uh, there, there's the, but this issue of impunity, can the Russians simply fight forever on another country's uh, territory? 
And then the second thing is, you know, with the absence of a, of a Nuremberg-like tribunal, mm-hmm. these violent uh, crimes and atrocities uh, become an acceptable part of modern life. Right, right. Uh, and that problem. is the real problem. That is a real problem, and it's a world that the United States is, I think, in the long run, not going to be willing to live in. Yeah. And then the third thing, of course, is my Republican conservatives. We've talked about that before. I, you know I stand against this uh, neo-isolationism that's been emerging. Who do you think's winning in that debate up in D.C. now? Uh, I think that the that the good guys are winning. I think that the people that are wanting to support this uh, international effort and they recognize the long-term implications of the Russians prevailing are still winning. Uh, I think that uh, this, this matter of sending Abrams tanks eventually uh, has released now the Germans to send their tanks. Uh, the, the Dutch, the Norwegians, the French, the Germans, all are sending their vehicles uh, over there to help the Ukrainians resist the uh, onslaught. Uh, and I think that uh, the things are continuing to go. I don't yeah. believe that the isolationists will win in the long run. I sure as heck am provide, provide every leadership that I can in the Republican Party to not allow this, this, this isolationist type of pullback mentality to prevail. I think that's uh, dangerous to America in the long run. Well, last week we talked about the tanks and Germany kind of balking at sending them. They didn't want to agitate the Russians, or at least that was the word that was out there. Now they're sending the tanks, and we're sending money, and we're sending equipment. I mean, look, is there something that can be done as we approach the one-year mark in February that just ends this damn thing? I mean, is you remember we used to talk about the mother of all bombs? That was kind of flippant to say in, in the Middle East. But what's the, what's, what is on the menu that, that no one has touched, I guess short of a nuclear attack, that could shut this thing down, get it done? Because you're the one from the very beginning said Americans don't have uh the stamina for this or the, the the taste to stay with it very long and i think we might be um reaching that moment here when we hit february in the one year mark no i don't think we're not i think we're not reaching that moment no? i think the americans are waking up uh okay. and the 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 isolationist voices are not prevailing at least not yet mm-hmm. uh i always was worried about it and i continue to be worried about it but uh it's not prevailing. I think people are watching what's going on. But the big picture must be my message to you day in and day out on this radio show. This matters not just to Ukraine. It matters not just even to Europe. It matters to America. This is American safety. And also uh, the, the whole world is watching this. And the Pacific is a tinderbox, yeah. uh, as you've seen in both Korea, China, Taiwan, Japan, all the rest of it. We're in a, a time of great danger, and I think that if we stand strong now, I think we're going to be okay. The Russians are threatened again this morning, but they don't want to be at war with the United States. They can't win a war like that. Uh, there's not going to be a nuclear con- conflagration, I don't believe. Uh, but uh, at the end of, end of the day, I, I'll answer your question directly. You know, what can bring this to a close? The answer is, of course, we can just give up. We just oh, well, stop. short of doing that, I assume we yeah, do. We take that off the table. Yeah. What can we do to... To win and hammer, I don't want to lose. What would you win? I don't. Win? I don't. I don't think it's off the table. The neo isolationists are arguing that we should quit, that yeah. we should take care of our own business and all that kind of thing, save our money, and just quit. Uh, you know, that's that's fine. But uh, just think carefully about what kind of world we're going to live in mm-hmm. if this kind of atrocity, aggression prevails and becomes the rule across the world. At that point, I think in the very near future, we're back in it again because America is not going to be able to live in that kind of world. This is the moment when we can begin to nip this in the bud early, even though it doesn't look like a nip. 
but it's a very serious business that's going on right now. But this can be a lot worse. Well, that's scary because if you're paying attention, I think a lot of people just kind of turn their head and don't want to deal with it because they don't have to in a contemporary sense domestically. This is a very distant issue. Well, but, remember, remember, John, the West did not start this war. Ukraine right. did not start this right. war. I was there in Vienna dealing with this the whole time there was a partial occupation and there was a rising danger. and We were controlling it pretty well while I was there. But it's, it's out of hand now. Mm-hmm. But the, we did not initiate any of this. This is being forced upon us. Now, we can turn our backs on it and walk away, but you're only deferring until a later time the more serious decisions that will have to be made up the road when American lives are in danger. Yeah, that's important to keep that in perspective. Listen, I always appreciate our time together. Uh, the former governor of Virginia, former attorney general, uh, and the former ambassador to Europe. We're President glad Trump. you're back off your trip. Oh, Welcome thank you. All. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.